Toy Power Podcast is a free podcast made possible by the support of our awesome Patreon sponsors. Head to toypowerpodcast.com and see how you can help. Hello and welcome to Toy Power, the podcast where we talk toys and everything pop culture. I'm Ben and it is great to have your company for episode 203. We're here, we're 2021. I want to say a big happy new year to everyone. Now, before we go around the room, I want to say, I want to give you a thing, right? How did everyone's 2021 New Year's party go, you know? I want a rating out of 10, all right? I'll, I'll set the standard here, right? Okay. Finish work at 6 had a nice craft beer with the in-laws, pizza, homemade pizza, then went home, had a nice single malt scotch, and I was in bed before, well before midnight, right? <laughs> yeah. you know, nowhere to go with yeah. kids, so I'll, I'll give myself a rating of one because uh, I, had, I had a few scotches. So uh, going around the room, we have Frank. How did you go? Um, hello, uh, New Year's. Wow, you picked the... If it was Christmas, I'd probably go, you know, a, a solid nine out of ten. New Year's. Um, I, I might have gone to bed earlier than you, to be honest, once little Jack was asleep and, uh, yeah, there was a couple, oh, to be fair, we did the, did the, no, that was Christmas we watched Die Hard, wasn't it? <laughs> That's right, because when we watched Die Hard, I said to Ali, is there any New Year's movies? And she goes, oh, what was that one with Sean Connery and Catherine Zeta-Jones? Oh, in- Entrapment. Yeah. Entrapment. Yeah. Is that set yeah. to New Year's? We lasted about half an hour and we're just like, nah, this is rubbish. Let's- Doesn't hold up. Yeah, no, and so I don't even remember to be. I'm going minus one. There you it, go. It was pretty average. <laughs> Happy New Year, everyone. Uh, yeah, I'm giving myself. A, I, I'd have to give myself a one. It was. Yeah. I didn't even have the scotch. I probably had a glass of red. Yeah. At nice. dinner time, and I was in bed by about ten o'clock. I reckon. Yeah. <laughs> That's about par for the course for you. Any night of the week. <laughs> <laughs> Darren, I'm going to give my. I'm, I'm going to give. Uh, I've had the best New Year's out of all of us, which is a great joke. I was up all night. I worked. Work. <laughs> but look, I got, you know, the public holiday rate. So, you know, I've got to give that a 11 out of uh, 10. Um, so, so, yeah, Happy New Year. Snake Mountain's on um, everyone for 2021. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Happy 2021, everyone. It's a great way to start when you're getting paid double time and a half. Fantastic. All right. So moving on, we've got a few topics tonight. First one is housekeeping. Uh, I just want to say um, apologies. We missed out on the generous gift that... Uh, our mate Steve Reddy gave us. He gave us some badges last year. We shouted out uh, last episode that we got some gifts from our, pa- our listeners and things, and we forgot to mention Steve. So thank you, Steve, for that those badges. And, and they were very carefully curated to each personality yes, of each yes. podcaster in terms of our own personal taste. So, yeah, well done, and thank you, Steve. Um, so not expected and not necessary, but gratefully um, received and appreciated. Yeah, yeah. And also we um, did say in 2020 we were a bit sad and the fact that we... Uh, didn't get that box from uh, John Clawfield, mm. and surprise, surprise, maybe tune in next week, and there might be a certain uh, unveiling of a mystery box. No, uh, that, uh, no. seven, seven has, months yeah, in transit. I, I, yeah. I think yeah, Ben's got some idea of some mail that's that potentially showed up on the first business day of 2021. So, <laughs> all right, but you have to tune in next week to find out about that. Going back on last week's episode as well, I did find that G.I. Joe hidden character, the fridge that you mean, was... You mean, uh, you mean last year's episode? Last year's episode, <laughs> correct. 
Uh, so the fridge was uh, stashed away in my toy room, very, very sneakily on the uh, alien, kind of alien shelf. So Trying to blend in, wasn't that's he? That's right. Yeah. One of the Marines. <laughs> yeah, correct. So um, took me oh, a good half an hour, I reckon, to find him. I thought I knew my toy room pretty well, but obviously I don't. And he will be hidden again in the near future. So well, if we'll he goes into space. my toy room, yeah. he's never coming out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the big thing. Missing uh, last scene. Yeah. M- MIA. Yeah. <laughs> The big thing this episode is all about 2020. We've got our annual Toy Power Awards uh, to go through. So thank you to all the people that voted on this week, year's um, or last year's awards ceremony. Uh, we're going to go through it tonight. So, mm. Frank, do you want to kick off the best movie? All right, best movie of the war- of uh, 2020. What I think we'll do is we'll uh, sort of quickly go through the people who have written in, then we'll go around the circle here just to say um, our own shout-outs. Yep. Typically, when we've done this previously, we've done sort of shout out every single uh, person. This year, because our Patreon list and fans list seems to keep growing and growing, apologies if we don't shout out your exact name. We'll do our best to cover as many people as we can, but uh, we're just a little bit too popular for our own good. So, with that said, probably uh, the one that has come out the most popular seems to be Soul uh, from Pixar. We've had uh, Joshua, Astil and Have. Uh, both had that as their pick. Uh, Pixar still have it, according to him. Uh, Enola Holmes got a couple of votes from John Caulfield and David Bond. And then there's a whole bunch of other random ones here. I'm just sort of going to quickly go through them. Uh, Scotty the Toy Hunter says Sonic the Hedgehog. But I'm not quite sure why, because that's a bit of a... It's right up Scott, Scotty's alley, It is. It's yeah, a, he's he's yeah, very it into is, the... Yeah, that's right. The I actually quite enjoyed it. I didn't vote for it, but I quite enjoyed it. I think it was probably the one of the last films I saw in the cinema for a good long time. I, I think that, that, C, that CG change saved it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. If they went with the original? Yeah, nothing. Uh, who got Sam Cripps uh, gives a shout-out to Borat 2. I've been warned off of seeing that it one. It is. Oh. Brutal. Yeah. It's brutal. <laughs> it, it, it is. It's shock humor. It's shock humor. Yeah, yeah. sure. Yeah. Uh, BC talk. Ghostbusters Afterlife. Well, wait a minute. Uh, Black Widow. No. Seriously, did anything even come out in 2020? And he gave it to Borat too, uh, which is a bit of fun and super topical as well. Does Ten and Craig Goldberg both put up their hands for Bill and Ted face the music? Does Ten saying I didn't even know I needed an end to that story until I saw it? I kind of agree, mate. Um, Shane Adam Gray, otherwise known as Druss on the Patreon, uh, The Gentleman. Yep, good, good movie. Film. Very, very cool. Yep. Fair Play Things Mafia Inc. Apparently that featured one of his friends in it. Um, oh, very nice. Justin Morgan, one of our new Patreons, uh, didn't see a single movie released in 2020, so I'll vote for the last new movie I saw in 2019, which was Last Christmas, starring Snake Eyes and Daenerys Targaryen. Oh, I think it's that romantic one. Yes. That one? Yes. Yep. Uh, who else we got? Uh, Scotty M, Guns Akimbo. Daniel Radcliffe killed it, apparently. Uh, Rob McZob says, Colour Out of Space with Nick Cage. I have not heard of that one. It, well, it's, you probably have to go straight to where you get your DVDs. Straight Where's to Blu-ray. Where's that? Yeah, pretty much. Uh, one <laughs> oh, of right. the, one yeah. of the, I, I don't think it's a cinema-type film. Right. I don't think Nicolas Cage <laughs> is doing any A-list <laughs> films anymore. Well, he did that, uh, the language, the history of... Language, yeah. swear words, or yep. something. Yeah, so that words. was interesting. But that's but a Netflix yeah. thing, yeah, right? Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that looks interesting. He squandered about. Well, he squandered his whole fortune. I heard. Was there something where he was buying land in? Um, oh, he bought like a, a massive pyramid for a tomb for when he dies. <laughs> That'll do it, won't it? That'll blow, that'll blow you $150 million uh, pretty quick. Anyway, uh, Chris Fresh uh, of the Geek Dudes, uh, Birds of Prey. It was actually yep. the only movie he got out to see in the cinema in 2020. <laughs> Default, it's like yeah. the, uh, 
the Bradbury yeah. of uh, movies. Well, that's right. It would have been uh, that was out sort of February, and then yeah, uh, Victoria got all closing. locked down. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Blockbuster J, also known as Dirty Uncle Mitch, Dark uh, Justice League, Dark Apocalypse War. That's mm. one of the animated films. I yep. haven't seen that. That's a good film. Yeah. Yep. Emily yeah, Lind put her hand up for Emma. That's on my list to watch. I haven't got there yet. Uh, David Damage says Boss Levels. Anybody know this film? No. No. I'm moving on. No, sorry. And Web Store 83, The Trial of the Chicago 7. All right, starting... Also, I think we forgot Oliver Jones, the king of Stratton Island. Oh, yes, I did miss that one. Sorry, Ollie, you're on the list. Uh, Starting on my left, Trent, what was your best movie of 2020? Yeah, again, this is a really... uh, Look, and we're blessed, right? Because we've got... Disney Plus, we've got Netflix, we've got Amazon Prime, we've got all the streaming services, yep. so we can see movies, mm. we can see new movies. I felt I had to give this to something I saw at the cinema, and again, there weren't a lot of cinema sure. films that I did see. I've recently seen Wonder Woman 84, and I did enjoy it, but it wasn't enough to get up on the list. Did see Birds of Prey as well. I have to give this one to Tenant, and it was the Christopher Nolan okay. film I was hanging out for. It didn't hit the mark for me, but it was still had moments of great cinema let down by the plot but it, it was enough to get on my list sure and and take the win out almost again a little bit by default <laughs> um for this for this strange year yeah absolutely darren for me it was bill and ted face the music cool yeah nice. did you get to see that at the, the cinema, cinema or? i did see that at the cinema Excellent. And, yeah. um, among other home um, home release means um, as well that came along but yeah I did see it at the cinema which was really really cool to get out cool. and, and see that nice yep. yeah. I'm voting for one that uh, is on no one's list mm. I can pretty sure that f- definitely not on Frank's list mm. as well it's a Spanish film called The Platform right It's uh, it was on a streaming service I checked it did come out this year absolutely blew my mind right okay. it is a bit of a horror uh, suspense film uh, the um principle about it is it's in the future and they've just got this massive tower right it's a prison right massive towers as to infinity or sort of thing and uh each you start at the top level you get a banquet of food right two people per level right so the the people at the top eat the food and then after an hour it it all half an hour or something it moves down to second level so second level eat the food what's left you know is half an hour later third level <laughs> eats the food so forth and so, so you forth. had to be on the uh, you know, ground floor Ex- exactly that's that's so the you scenario want to get up as high so as you, yeah you can, and yeah. and there's other principles in it you get to take one thing in with to the this prison with you so some people take in a knife others take in their cat you know <laughs> just everything you know anything you can think of it's it's sort of done it's very slow burn yep. but it is amazing and after a month of on let's say you're on level 17 or something you then um, go to sleep that night and then wake up on another level so these things the are sort month. of just moving around like Correct. banquet tables are coming yeah, down no no you, you get I think I think there's oh, yeah. people that play that pick you up and right. move you okay. but you never you never meet the staff or anything and it's just a, a real psychological yeah. uh, film following one inmate yep. who you know changes levels over the course of the film his uh, you know experiences with other inmates who is on the same level his experiences with people on levels above who are uh you know putting feces on the food and things like that and just like you know just like eating more than they need and leaving it you know putting the principle out why don't we leave it why don't we don't need to scoff ourselves 
why don't we leave it for the other people? And yep. it goes from there. Fantastic film. Highly, highly recommended. I reckon it's on Netflix. Give it a shot. Um, okay. Not not suitable for kids. No. <laughs> Sounds like a literal version of The Hunger Games, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. Well, if you like that sort of film, uh, yeah, check it out. All right. Uh, the platform. Mine is a bit of a cheat. I don't know that it's... Uh, actually a film per se but the thing that i enjoyed watching the most was actually hamilton the mm-hmm. uh stage show that of course didn't get to tour the world and stuff and so they put it out on disney plus i'm not a musical person in terms of that's very much ali's bag and i'll, I'll tolerate it for the most of it i actually really enjoyed it and now when i see to the uh some of the performers from that in other things i'm like oh that's the guy from hamilton and heavens to betsy i actually learn something about american yeah. like history and and you know that sort of stuff that i just i didn't know about and they were just i, I felt it was a joy to watch mm. to be completely honest um so yeah not technically a, a theatrical release in the same way but yeah that was what i enjoyed watching I, the most i believe fresh called that out is that they watched that i think it's on times. repeat yeah, on his yeah, place that's yeah, awesome. fantastic is and when you say musical they do rap yeah in there as well yeah. so it's sort of Modern age mixed with the old timey. Yeah, so that's yeah. That's kind of like cool concept. It's very cool to watch. Very good. All right, moving on to the next category, and this is the best TV show of 2020. And it's no surprise here that The Mandalorian gets top honours. Joshua Astill, Sue 777 does 10, David Bond. Anita McClellan, uh, Davies, much better half. <laughs> uh, Colin, Justin Morgan, Sam Cripps, David Goldberg, Fresh and Mitch, Joshua Astill, Justin Morgan. I've got a couple of comments from them. Mando, 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 enough said. And Justin said, Boba returns and we finally got the spoilers. Luke, we should have seen in the sequels. Bravo. We've also got some shout-outs for Cobra Kai, polled very well from Scotty M, Webster83, and Scotty Manhattan said, because of the nostalgia overload, and he gave a special mention for Queen's Gambit as well. I think there were a few people that were sort of on the fence with Cobra Kai, saying, oh, I really love... Karate Kid, I don't know if I want to spoil it. I reckon jump in. Oh, it's, hell yeah. It's, it's not, amazing. It's yep. not going yep. to yep. do anything bad for you. No, not at all. Have's got the Queen's Gambit. Scotty the Toy Hunter. Tight race between Umbrella Academy Season 2 and The Boys Season 2. Mm. BC Talk Camp Cretaceous, which was the animated Jurassic World. Right. Yeah. Um, Oliver Jones, his Dark Material Season 2, um, which was the, the Golden Compass film, there, uh, which was... Oh, never okay. never made right. it past the first film okay. had Nicole Kidman mm. yep. so they're yep. now going back to the books and doing the yeah. oh, cool. we're, we're watching again. season one at the yep. moment it's pretty good yeah cool mm. uh, Shane Adam Gray on The Expanse which is the uh, the sci-fi mm. I think they're up to about season season four or five of that Rob McZob he's gone for he's voted for his own thing <laughs> well, Rob, there, was, there was no rules Rob, against that he's done it <laughs> um, action figure adventure top top shelf stuff uh, I'm, I'm I am. I love that show so much. Yep. Uh, it's fantastic. So good on you, Rob. For for it's, it's a it's a wonderful achievement. And and Jay Bartlett, I tell you what, his his uh, moral dilemmas or his action figure collecting dilemmas as he goes in and and has to try and work out what he's <laughs> yeah. going to buy for the week. I love watching the gears tick over in uh, in Jay's mind. So much turmoil. So much turmoil. It's fantastic. Uh, Emily Lind voted for Ted Lasso, which I think. It's about a soccer coach, American soccer coach that oh, goes yeah. to the, the UK to coach. And I, I've only seen trailers for it, but it looks hilarious. Okay. So very good there. And Davey damaged Mando or Tiger King because I love absolute trash. Darren, <laughs> what is, what's on your list for best TV show? 
So I, I was torn between Mandalorian and Cobra Kai, and yeah. so you just went for both. <laughs> pretty much, I decided to go Mandalorian just simply. Um, I rationalised it in my mind because no new episodes of Cobra Kai dropped until the first of January. Yeah, that's yeah, a good point. So, okay. But season two would have come out in 2020. Um, season two came out in 2019. Oh, no, he's all yeah. about the technicality. Okay, yeah. okay fair, fair enough. Yeah, fair so enough. it was a disqualified. YouTube, it was a YouTube series for the first two seasons. You're right. Yeah. And You're then, right. and yeah. and then it wandered over to Netflix because YouTube decided they they didn't. Well, I mean, yeah. But I guess a lot of people saw it for the first time on Absolutely, Netflix. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I'm not saying you couldn't vote for it. I yeah. mean, people would have seen it for the first time in 2020. And yeah. That was how I rationalised it yep. because I couldn't choose. Okay, fair enough. That's okay, it. so I've got a few. I'm voting hands down for the Mandalorian. But on a closer note, I've got to shout out Lego Masters Season 2. Oh, oh yeah, get that. Boy. <laughs> Don't worry, I'm voting for myself yeah, then. Yeah. Yeah, we'll get another vote. Um, and uh, in a seg- beautiful segue to that, also we cannot mention how awesome Action Figure Adventure is. Yeah. The, the fact that now all four of us have had cameos on the, that show is pretty darn awesome. Yeah. Uh, but guys, it could, uh, could would be absolutely criminal if we didn't give Tiger King a shout out for being uh, released at exactly the time the world needed a laugh. So, yeah. so I think ridiculous. we've... Yeah. Yep. Uh, look for me, one that I'm surprised didn't get more shout outs. The Boys. Yeah. The Boys season yeah. two. I like it. It it was in the mix. It just beat out Mando for me. Mando was great, but that pure tension when Homelander's on the screen oh, with the character yeah. you care about, I'm just like, that was just amazing acting, amazing writing, and, you know, bring on the next season. Oh, definitely. Uh, good point there, Frank. I struggled between The Boys season two and Mando. And I reckon it was right up to the last episode, yeah. and when Luke Skywalker came on and, and smashed those, uh, <laughs> not those even on droids. your own show, you not even. Nah, I, can't, I, can't, I can't vote for my own show. <laughs> okay. What kind of monster would yeah, do that? Right, 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 um, right. No, no. I look, that that was the clincher. Yeah. That and that's a lot the nostalgia. It's it's Favreau. It's Fellini, weaving their magic. And I think they, I, I was look. I liked season one, but I felt. Season one was overrated. I, I didn't know if it was there for me personally. Mm. Um, I, There's a lot honest, of exposition in, in season one. Season two I gets tense. Season two well, really drills it down. I feel that I felt season one lost its way mid 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 drop, mm. yeah. and some of the episodes just felt very much like you know story of the week. Yep. We go to this planet, we do this thing, we help save it, and we move on. Yeah. Um. And and there's a bit of that in season two, and and maybe I'm used to it, mm. but there was just so many cool references and throwbacks for season two and and luke was the clincher what point did you pick it i picked it when the x-wing Correct. flew in yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah and it was one but it was yeah. the it was yeah. the whole there was a bit of i don't know if this was misdirection or if this is just the fan community but the whole sebastian stan to play luke i saw that pop up yeah and so I had in the back of my mind maybe a Sebastian Stan Luke mm. and that was like would have made to... sense because he has the relationship with Disney yeah would have yeah. made a lot of sense um, and so when when I saw Luke I'm like oh my god yeah. it's a Sebastian Stan Luke and then it was the sort of the bit of bit of the aging because yeah, yeah. yep. but... it was actually him it was actually Mark Hamill it was yes yeah. yeah well doing the acting doing the acting he wasn't doing the fight no they got no, a, they no got there a, some yeah. people doing he's a, getting on a little bit with that but yeah I, and yet interestingly I've seen things where people have done like what the internet terms as deep fakes where they, it's, it's yeah. purely they map someone's face onto someone else onto existing footage and it actually probably looked a little bit yeah, better okay, to so, be honest so just like, on that just on that I listened to a podcast about that and one of the guys works in special effects right mm. and they said why didn't what you know in tomorrow they'll have a better deep fake cut there of luke than they yep. will you know mm. than disney put out why don't they why don't they invest in these 
places that these um, you know people that don't even work in special effects can yeah. make. And they said he said uh, that the reason they don't do that is because Disney want to use their in-house products. So if sure. they've got okay. the uh, facilities to do a deep fake, you know, Disney product, that's what they're going to use. They're not going to pay someone no. else yeah. to to make a deep fake, you know, mm. edit when, when they got the facilities in-house. Sure. It might yep. that someone else's deep fake might, might be better. But they then they've got you know, to use their people. Got to use yep. the, yeah, yeah, exactly. They've got to yeah. So it, I found that very yeah, logical. and that makes sense. And yes. look, it wasn't look. It's not perfect. It's better than what they've done in the past. Yes, it was. I think there was enough of just Luke cutting things up where you didn't even need to see his face. Mm. That it just sold it. I, I like the yeah. suspense, the draw out. Yeah. Like I, I knew it was Luke yeah. when the X wing thing. But I, I had to, yeah. you know, you like, had to see I had to see his face, <laughs> yeah. you know, and, and yeah. it's like, oh, there's, the, there's the gloved hand and there's the there's ungloved hand, <laughs> <laughs> you, know? like, you know, the green lights, everything. It was just like, that, you know, oh, it was yeah. awesome. It was, it well, was well crafted. Yeah, yeah. All right, Darren, take us through the next uh, category. So the next category is best non-toy category and we we have quite a few not nominations for that. So we have... Spider-Man, um, Miles Morales from Sam Cripps, Craig Golden, uh, Goldberg, and BC Talk. BC Talk said, Gorgeous game, I teared up Ghostbusters, Xbox, um, X, Rebox shoes. Stoked they exist. Stoked I actually somehow got a pair. Oh, right. Joshua Ostel said, Nerd Clusters, um, best candy. I think it's going to be the first time I've had a vote for candy on this <laughs> <Yeah>. show. Like, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's non-toy. Yeah, it's non-toy, it's why not? It fits. It fits. It yeah. fits. Yeah. You could vote for your shirt if you want. <laughs> but, uh, um, so Scotty the Toy Hunter wrote, uh, voted for Mario Kart Live. Honestly, this was worth every single cent. I got Mario, and if they had some someone other than Luigi, I would have for sure popped Another $149 for a second one. Suve777 said the 3D 3D printed parts industry for Mythic Legions, which has really ramped up this year. And Does10 voted for the PS4 Ghost of um, Tsushima. Beautiful, deep, story-driven samurai action game. If you have a PS4, buy it, but have at least 80 hours of free time. Yeah, oh, that rules me out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it rules free, most free of time. Us Oliver Jones, The Last of Us Two. Yep, solid. Yeah. Shane, Adam Grady, Nintendo Switch. David Bond, um, Oculus Two um, VR. Oh. My apologies for the pronunciation. O- Oculus. 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 Yep. Close. Like the eye. Uh, Fair play. Things wrote um, voted for Cobra Commander Battle Helmet. Ooh, good call. Ooh. Yeah, very nice. Justin Morgan, Discovering Toy Power Podcast. <laughs> now, that is very funny. Well, that is. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Honorable mention, uh, Pop Culture Shock, 1-8 scale Storm Statue. That's our first ever vote in these awards, isn't it? Yeah. We're, yeah. we're up. we got to go and Are we neck and neck with uh, Action Figure Adventure now? <laughs> <laughs> Rob. We're coming for you, Rob. Yeah. Does that count <laughs> as us plugging our own show? Absolutely. <laughs> 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 I think we are a great debt of gratitude to Justin Morgan. <laughs> And Scott Mahanet voted for Final Fantasy um, Seven. Seven, the uh, Did remake part you, one. You didn't think Darren could read Roman oh, numerals? Yeah, I just exactly. jumped in there. there. A little bit of. Uh, uh, I did pause. I did pause. B one one. Why risk it? Why risk it? Final Fantasy V. 
Rob McZombie wrote uh, Mini Motorways, a city design aim on Apple Arcade. Oh, cool. Have um, voted for Nintendo Super Mario 3D All-Stars, Web Store 83, the latest Paper Mario Origami King, and Fresh voted for Animal Crossing New Horizons. I spent way too much time working for that tyrant. Tom Nook. <laughs> the, the latest Paper Mario, Origami King. Can you craft a tiger out of the origami? Oh, origami Tiger King. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of, yeah. lot of Nintendo on that yeah, list. Like, yeah. That's yeah. 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 yeah, very yeah. impressive. Very ringing endorsement for them. Mm. Yeah, definitely. Um, I would have voted for the Nintendo Switch if I ever got a chance to play it. My, <laughs> my wife has got it. She loves Animal Crossing so much, she went and bought my daughter a Switch, and oh. I still haven't played wow. more than... So you know, they can probably both play at the same time. Pretty much, each yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, anyway, right. um, my vote went for the one game that I did get to play that I bought myself from when I was on the annual leave, and that was Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and yes. 2, uh, the remastered, remastered nice. version yeah, nice. on the PS4. That just took me back to, you know, my 18 to 20 year uh, <laughs> yeah, age. For that three-year yeah, window just, where you played uh, that nonstop. Yeah, just it was... I mean, I wasn't quite as good as I remembered I was and things, but it was just... It's a fantastic game. You just jump on... Play, well, your you know, wrists are getting... Oh, you can't ollie as much now, can you? So. <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> That's it, yeah. Um, no, it's just a really fun game. So I uh, voted for that. And uh, it's it's a digital remastered version like it should be. Yep. Not, none, yep. none of these, you know, just haphazard, you know, slap, and, you yeah, know yeah, yeah. Uh, slap a sticker on it. It is properly done and I give credit where well, that, And that game is iconic. Yes. yes. So you wouldn't want to do it shoddily, right? No, no 100%. Mm. Yeah. Uh, I stayed away from video games this year. I did play Spider-Man Miles Morales. Really quite good. Uh, probably not as good as the first for me personally. But I went back saying, what else was released this year? I never picked this up and I probably never will. But the Jurassic Park shaving cream prop replica. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. it's, one of, it's one of those things. If somebody said to you, I have a Jurassic Park collection and come around and see it. Yep. And on your way over, you'd be going, oh, they've probably got this. They've got the Brachiosaurus. They've got this. <laughs> you would not expect no. that. But when you saw it, you would know exactly what it is. Yep. And I think that's just genius marketing. Like, beautiful piece. Oh, Fantastic. I, I've got a tie. I Ooh. didn't remember doing this, but I've got a tie for Best Non-Toy. <laughs> and and it's, unfortunately for us boys, it's going to put us down the chain a little bit. No. Two votes for Rob and no. Jay. No. Yeah. Yeah. The, not only did I vote for the Rob and Jay Toy Show, which is their podcast, yep. or YouTube, it's on Spotify, it's everywhere. Yep. You can get it however you like. I also voted, I tied it, with action figure adventure. So, oh, oh, so wait, my phone's ringing. Rob is calling me. Uh, <laughs> I'm pretty sure that suddenly counts as double he, dipping. Suddenly, right? suddenly, Australia does exist. Rob yeah. says. Yeah. Um, no, I'm. I look. Obviously, we've talked about action figure adventure. Fantastic show. It's it's airing in Canada at the moment. You know, we've got it as backers uh, for the Kickstarter. But if you want to get to Netflix, write them an email, get it out there because that's your best chance of getting it in the US and Australian and UK markets. But I'm loving the podcast. Yes. It's like an yeah. hour podcast. They you know, Rob runs it really, really well. It's really interesting. They get different guests in. Motu Joe's on there. They've got Justice Curry. It's fantastic. If you haven't listened to it, I think they're up to about episode 10-ish around there. Um, there's, a, there's a figure that Rob acquires during the show. Uh, I think he gets it at about episode 7. It's just fantastic. Yeah, yeah. I'm also voting for a show, funnily enough, even though this is not the TV category. I'm voting f for um, Lego Master Season 2. Oh. 
big part of it is obviously the show and that Trent was on it, but I also think it just dropped at the right time for Australia. Um, I know different states have gone through different lockdowns and different crosses as individual states and and regions. For Australia as as an entire nation, like much of the, the the world, this was sort of at the peak of the beginning of COVID, and and there was a lot of doom and gloom in the community, and this was lighting up everyone's faces every day, whether it would be people um, that I live with, whether it was people at work, who some of whom had met Trent, some of whom hadn't. This was just having such a big impact on, on people's days. They were looking forward to every episode, um, just, you know, salivating for it. You know, a lot of that was down to Trent and his personality that he brought, fully brought to the show. So I just want to say well done, Trent, for, for doing that, particularly in such a hard time for, you know, not only Australia, but for, for the whole world and, and you know, for the nation to get behind this. And, and for those that are outside Australia, this was the number one rating show the entire, you know, three or four weeks it was on in Australia. It was killing everything. So, so it was and something it made number one, number one entertainment show. That's for right. The yeah. For the Fantastic. whole year. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, this, this was entertaining the whole nation. Fantastic. Yeah, good call we're, out. We're catching back up to Rob. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> All, right. All right. So now we've got a new category this year, this year. This is the first time this category is, and this was the favourite pre-2020 toy purchase. So I figured with COVID and things, not many you know people were allowed out, and uh, I know there was a lot of clicking buttons on the mouse for uh, <laughs> online orders and things. I put out the word, did you buy something vintage or something from a few years ago this year? Shout it out. We would love to hear. Okay, so Joshua Ostel, he said the Lego Slave 1, best Lego ship I own and personal favorite vehicle in the Star Wars franchise. Scotty the Toy Hunter, big year for vintage for me. Have to say, though, the the best score was a complete set of Mattel Monsters Inc. 6-inch figures from 2001. All the figures have voices and a play feature. George George Snethlands uh, is the best. You push a button on on his fur and pops off, and he comes with a cone. <laughs> this is, I mean, I bought. I, this yeah, is how old I am them. now. Yeah, I bought these from the shelf. Yeah, um, yeah I reckon wow. we were in we were in Melbourne, uh, holidaying at the time, and there was a. I don't know if it was a. This is Pixar. I don't think it was a Disney store, but it was a a store that had lots of really cool figures yep. like yep. and slightly different figures to what you'd see in a Toys R Us or a Kmart and I just I don't think I'd even seen the movie I just saw the figures yes. and I'm like these look so cool I have to have them yep. and that that's right the George Sanderson who's the monster that keeps getting the 2319 or whatever oh, with the sock on yeah, his back yeah, yeah. and they, they <laughs> yep. shave him off yeah, yeah, and put yeah. the cone on him so yeah. he, he actually comes with a fur popping off action right. figure that makes sense <laughs> now yeah, really, like yeah. Randall yeah. Jenkins who's the chameleon type yes. one he he's got like he's translucent and yeah. he lights up. Yeah. Um, yeah. Some of them. I think. Trying to think. Like Wazowski might have a rotating eye that you yeah. pick a button and the eyeball oh, cool. changes. Cool. Yeah. Like some really cool features. Yeah. On them. But there's only six in the line. Right. So, yeah. Right. Pretty small line. Awesome. Uh, Suit seven 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 Lego Spider Man Ultimate Bridge Battle from two thousand sixteen. That's oh, a cool yes. set. Uh, BC Talk Necker Dawn of the Planet of the Apes figures. So he went pretty deep in this line. Mm. Uh, so great. Love photography photographing them and uh, now if you could just get cobra and luca for less than a million dollars so um <laughs> good luck on that ad- adventure does 10 has to be when i scored a nearly complete and beautiful turbo dactyl on ebay in an 80s dinosaur lot for 25 dollars. this just doesn't happen anymore so yeah, congratulations from the masters right. of the universe line of course 
Uh, Oliver Jones, Super 7 Sorceress. Not exactly that old, but still an yep. awesome requirement if mm-hmm. you don't didn't pick it up when it was released. Um, Shane Adam Gray, Blue Falcon figure. So is that Falcon from um, Birds oh, of the Planets? Oh, no, that's the, um, uh, the anime one, like from the... Um, Battle what? of the Planets. Is it that one? I don't know. If it's Shane Adam Gray, it's <laughs> yeah. probably Battle of the Planets. Yeah, Battle yeah. of the Planets. He, lo- he loves yeah. his Battle of the Planets. Yeah, yep. yep. You're thinking something else? I'm thinking else? of something else, but I can't I can't tell you. That. I can the picture one, it. I can't the tell you the, the bird, name of the it. Beaks. Yeah. yeah. Mon- but I, I think it, got- I feel like it's its own thing. Like, um, what's it, that um, ridiculous Hawkman show? Uh, Birdman. <laughs> yeah. I think it's from that sort of Hanna-Barbera type oh. era. Ah, it could yeah. be. Yeah, yep, yep. Oh, from... Oh, yeah, from... Um, what's that? Hanna-Barbera. Hub- yeah. Yep, yep, cool, cool, I cool. I think he shows up in the, like, the new yes. Scooby-Doo movie. Yes, he does. Yes, yeah. that's, yeah, that's what it what is. I'm thinking. It's, right. Sco- it's yep. from Scoob. Yep, yep, yep. cool, cool, cool. Okay. Uh, David Bond, 80 plus CAS graded the blank yes. mint uh, on card. Wow. It's better than mine. I think oh. it's got a better rating. Oh. <laughs> you got me, Bondy. He's, got, he's just pipped me. I think mine's about a 75. Nice. <laughs> uh, fair play things. Mattel Shogun Warrior 24-inch The Dragon and follow-up a Mattel 3-inch Warrior Dragon a replacement of the fallen warrior he had as oh, a kid. Always nice to get those replacement ones from your childhood. For I love sure, it. for sure. Justin Morgan, Toys Alliance, MAS01, Mega 18-inch Optimus Prime. That's just mm. insane. <laughs> uh, I think it transforms as well. Wow. Um, Scott Mahemet, purchase of the Adelaide Toy Fair from King Kaiju, Japanese video games and collectibles, is my 1991 Bandai Godzilla. And that yep. was a big Godzilla as yep. well, so mm. wicked score. Sam Cripps, some extreme dinosaurs. Craig Goldberg, Batman 89, Toy Biz Batcave. Beautiful. Darren. Love that Batcave. <laughs> so do I. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Rob McZob, the blank as well. There it is. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Can I just say thank you to Trent for giving up your blank to Rob? <laughs> no. Yeah. He, he got his own. This is, a, it. Yeah. this is a loose blank, actually, yeah. that, he, that he picked up. That was the item. You mean he opened yours? No, no, he didn't. No, I, I wasn't able to part with it as, uh, as you know. But I'm glad he's got one. But that, that was the item I, I was alluding to yep. in the podcast yep. that he picked up. Yep. Nice. And and I was so happy when he when he got that one. It's not yeah. it's great there's a few Dick Tracy fans yeah. out there. Yeah. Like I'm lo- yep. I'm loving seeing that. For a while I thought I was the only, only collector. Yeah. So this is a lot of love going for the yeah. blank. That's great. Uh fresh, we've got the mask, switchblade, nice. and 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 as well a vintage Ewok village. He's so just showing off now. I know, fresh, I know. <laughs> and he keeps complaining about no room. Like, yeah. <laughs> but did you see that photo with his kids yeah. when Snake Mountain yeah. had arrived? Yeah. And it was just like that thing is huge. Yeah, it's great. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Uh Webster eighty three, the three way uh-huh. tie, the defiance. Yep. USS Flag <laughs> and Terradrome. In, in the one year. In the one year. Jeez. Yep. Webster eighty three. He got he he Scott a genie in a bottle, right? Yeah, and that's yeah. his three wishes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> sure. yeah. Aladdin, watch out. Yeah. All right, Frank, take it away. Um, look, mine actually came... I was just going through my list then as far as what I've sort of purchased over 2020. Uh, my best vintage score came right. I actually purchased this on the 22nd of December and it just snuck in. Actually, just arrived, I think, the day before New Year's. Uh, I got myself a robotic Rocksteady from the Vintage Ninja Turtles nice. line. Yes. Very hard to find. Back, got it, got it from metal. a... Yeah, back yeah. metal. Um, it's loose, of course, but and it's got a little bit of the chrome wearing off on like the extremities of the ears okay. and maybe the tip of the nose. But uh, like from yeah. any more than two feet away, it looks immaculate. 
Two out of three accessories. It was pretty good as well. That's all you need for yeah. a turtle to display. And this is, this is one of these things with the community helping out. It was, I wasn't hunting for it. It was literally wow. a, a guy I've been chatting to in Sydney who's big in the Ninja Turtles community. And he goes, he goes, how deep are you going in the vintage line? And I said, oh, mate, you know, I'm up to about sort of 92 onwards is, is what I need at this point. He goes, robotic rock steady anyone's like yes done like <laughs> how I good will. is that yeah he reached yes. out to me so it was it was wonderful so, so it was a local australia deal no imports or anything. no imports oh, no. Yeah. And that's, that's, that's what's drawn yeah. me yeah. I've, I've looked at it on ebay and i've hovered and it's yep. always that that shipping where you go geez that's 40 bucks just to get yep. it here sort of thing yeah so, and then there's yeah goods and services tax on top of exactly it. Yeah. so yeah this was a, a nice local deal and uh very happy to put him on the shelf congrats well someone that gets a, a Fair bit of love um, and memories on the show is a gentleman by the name, one of Darren's closest friends, gentleman by the name of Steve Young, uh, who sadly passed away about seven years ago. Yeah. Um, and Helena, his his wife, uh, hot off viewing Lego Masters, had an old box of Steve's Lego that she hadn't given away to either Darren or, or his nephews. And she said, look, if you want it, you're more than welcome to have it. So I, I went over there and picked it up and it was... Steve's collection of predominantly Star Wars, really early Star Wars Lego stuff. Cool. So before they made them like the the sort of yeah. skin tones, they yeah. had the yellow faces. Wow. Oh, so it's wow. all that kind of era. Um, in there as well, he had he was doing a bit of animation. So he had the animation set. I don't know if you remember, it was like a Spider-Man slash Steven Spielberg set. Yeah. And it yeah. was a bridge. and, and Creators the, or it something. Was like, and yeah. it had a, a stop yep. motion camera that yeah. came with it. So that was in there as well. So it was just an absolute privilege to get some of Steve's collection. And sort of I went through it and, and we get it out. The kids love it. Like the kids love Star Wars Lego. So we sort of got the box and we get it out and we have a bit of a play. Then it all goes back in, in the box and, and um, has a very special play. So big thanks to Helena for, for thinking of me for that lot. It's and much Steve appreciated. would love nothing more than the next generation, you know, warming to it the way he did, you know. Um, you know, when, you know, he... he left some of his Lego behind to his brother's um, children, his, his nephews uh, and, and nieces. It was all about, you know, hoping that they would enjoy it the way he did. So, um, you know, that's fantastic. Yeah. So they've taken to it as well. Awesome. So, for me, I don't, I don't, I don't have any stories of the blank or anything like that. But <laughs> uh, for me, very significant, very special. I managed to get a couple of um, vintage loose Malaysian He-Man figures. Oh, okay. And, um, the, just, just when you thought you'd finished the line. Yeah. <laughs> the, uh, ben would know better than anyone what the advantages to that, those are. The original He-Man and, and the Battle Armor He-Man, you've got the axe with the double. Yes. So he can yep. literally hold it in his left hand if you'd oh, rather. Oh, open hand. Yep. Yeah, yeah, because it's... It's not so much the hand that's different, it's more the way the axe is yep. made. It's yep. got that extra layer of plastic, sort of like snout spouncers, the best way I can describe yep. it. So you can like hold that clip. with that open left hand. Yep. Um, so, you know, I've admired Ben's for a very long time and and saw an auction, um, you know, both of the figures in, in, in the one auction and I just thought, yeah, this is this is probably my time. So I, nice. I pounced and, and um, luckily enough, I, I won it. Beautiful. Well done. 
Very cool. Uh, for me, I voted for the Dino Riders, uh, the um, the Solophosaurus uh, with the locust, yep. the duck-billed dinosaurs. Yeah, Am yeah. I pronouncing that right? Solophosaurus. Yeah, 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 something like that. That I've I've seen it a thousand times yep. uh, on pictures on the internet. I've come around here and seen yours and things from a distance because we can't get quite too close <laughs> to your, <laughs> your shelves and things. But honestly, in hand, it is so colourful. Yep. It is just versatile the dynamic poses you can get that locust figure is just phenomenal i yep. love a lot uh, i just uh, i just fell in love that little gun bunker is its own little play set in itself uh like you know just a, a transforming rock with yeah. a cannon inside yep. but just fantastic addition to and the a, action feature it sort yeah. of stands up you can yeah you can have it yeah you can have it on all fours yep. or on two legs yeah and uh yeah you got you can put the gun on the side up the top i just blown away yeah like, a, like for, yeah. for the it's one of the you'd, you'd almost call it second a smaller wave? dinosaur yes, yeah, it's, yeah it's a second yeah. wave dinosaur it's not the tiniest ones you could get but it's not one of the big ones but what they've crammed into it like it's just a phenomenal toy yes and yeah. this is this is speaks to i think i've got this appreciation of tyco for this that the quality you know the engineering yeah. and the thoughts yeah. and the paint apps and the the eyes and all the little details, and it does come with one of the coolest rulons, I yeah. reckon. The coolest, and, of- and that I can't speak enough. That gun bunker yeah. is just mm-hmm. a little action playset in itself. Like that, that that's what wrote you know moved yep. it over the line for me. That little gun bunker addition, uh, instead of just you know, it, it could have been a cheaper set. Yep. but that mm-hmm. gun bunker addition makes it a deluxe set, in my opinion. Yes, nice. So mm, very one. cool. Good one. All right, the next category we have here is the best value toy for 2020. Uh, Going with the big one right off the bat, we had a number of votes for this. Masters of the Universe Origins gets the seal of approval from John Caulfield, Does 10, David Bond, Justin Morgan, Ollie Jones, and Webstore 83. Rob McZob also shouting out specifically the Prince Adam Sky Sled combo. <laughs> Apparently that was the only one he was going to collect. Yeah, and, and now he's, he's just accidentally bought it. Predictable. Yeah. <laughs> uh, also got a couple of votes here for Hot Wheels from BC Talk, Fresh and Mitch. Uh, specifically, a lot of them are shouting out the party wagon at $2. How can any sort of self-respecting Ninja Turtles person go past that? Um, and Davey Damaged as well on that list, sorry. Uh, Joshua Ostil says, any of the Star Wars Black Series figures, top-notch figures with amazing articulation and sculpt. Best value? I'm not sure, given that they sort of start at that sort of $40, and, and we it's, saw we saw them nearly know, reach $60 this year. Yeah, well, it's well, relative in, in different countries. It is relative. Oh, true, um, yeah. Different currencies yep, and different sure. rates and... That's freight, but um, yeah, that's it's right. why you, I can't can't vote for Origins because I don't know how it's going to price out yeah. <laughs> over here. That's a good point. If you collect Hot Toys, of course the Black Series is that. Uh, well, you know, this yeah. is, well, okay. So I've been doing a bit of work on my room, and I got there was a shelf I had on one of my Detolfs that had it predominantly has SH Figarts figures. So I've got a Harley Quinn in there. I've got a Joker from that line. They're they're, they're six inch or f- sort of five and a bit inch, right? Mm. I had an extra Island Ray figure when they were clearancing them for ten dollars, and this wasn't in twenty twenty, yep. but this yep. is when you know here they were about a forty thirty five dollar forty figure. They had that wave or a couple of waves where they were doing ten bucks because they just were oversaturated. Yeah. And so I got an extra Island Ray. And I'm like, I'm gonna open this one because it's cool. It's got the poncho. She's got the blaster holster, mm. and I had that with my SH Figure Arts figures. And so I was carrying it back today, and I, and the Ray kind of popped out of the box. And I was looking at the face. I'm like, that's a bloody good face mm. print. That's as good as the SH Figarts figures. This figure is like... So in that light, 
and obviously that was a ten dollar figure. But even comparing like the quality yeah. of what I was getting in black to the quality of what you're getting in SH Figarts. And SH Figarts is like a hundred dollar figure. Yes. Yeah. So in that yeah. kind of okay. where it's, where fair, it's playing with point. the big boys, there's an argument there for it being, you know. Yeah. Okay value in comparison Fair enough Fair enough I take it back um, <laughs> Scotty the Toy Hunter uh, For me it has definitely been Wicked Cool Toys Pokemon figures uh, First time we've been able to get Decent figures Below $20 um, There's a whole uh, yep. Bunch of them For there to collect uh, Who we got Druss uh, Shouts out the Fortnite 7 inch figures uh, Fair Play Things A.K.A. Colin Betts The Transformers Scorponok That is a gorgeous piece Um Best value is that what the, was that what we're talking about? <laughs> yeah, yep. mm, again, that's one of the more expensive transformers you're likely to get outside of Unicron. But that's probably again mm. probably the price of a masterpiece toy, yep. like a you know a, a Transformers Megatron Dino T Rex thing. Uh, or something. I mean, you are talking sort of three hundred dollars Australian. Yeah, he, him yep. being in America. Oh, sorry, uh, Canada. 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 Fair play. Yeah, um, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Like you can you can go and buy it's a Scorpionok. The- you know who is what twenty inches tall or something that transforms into three modes, or you can buy you know Beast Wars, uh, um, you know yeah, what, yeah, pretty yeah, much yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I'm sure Megatron yeah. costs around six hundred dollars or yeah, something. That's but right. you know when you when you when you're playing yep. in that ball game again, it's like three hundred dollars for this massive figure yeah. uh, because it's mass released versus, versus you know the other ones the, that are imports. The third yeah. party. It's interesting. The yeah. value is obviously subjective to you know the region you're in and and what you're mm. used to paying for so stuff true. as well. Yeah. So Scotty M Lego, just any Lego, all the kits, all the things. Viva Lego, Lego forever. Did I mention <laughs> Lego? Uh, Sam Cripps, uh, DC McFarlane yeah, line. Yeah, it looked very good value here yes. in Australia. That I DC line. I agree with line. that. Yep. yep. And Emily Lind shouts out the Hallmark Itty Bitties. Yeah. All right. To my left. Trent, what was your best value toy of 2020? Look, I voted for Master of the Universe Origins on the back of, I guess, the the price in American retail, but also seeing what Amazon was doing in the last couple of days here. Um, I think we could get them for around, was it 26 bucks? 26 yeah, bucks? 27, 27, 27, 27 yep, yeah. Yep, Look, yep. And, what, and I think in the US, obviously, it's sort of like a $15 figure. But what I love about Origins is... We're so used to now going in and trying to hunt down like a black series, which is really a collect. It's let's be honest, it's a collector line. Yes, a lot of the stuff we hunt are made for us. You know, I'm going on and I'm getting some Super Seven, you know, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles figures, which I go onto a specialist website and buy, and it's for a collector. Origins is truly a kids line that is resonating with adults, and people are enjoying them. They've got the retro cards, they've got the comic book. You know, the scare glow for me looks just like the vintage one. It's mm. almost, you know, you can put it in your collection as a, as a vintage one. So I think, you know, the, the part swapping was a great move. Yes. Agreed. I think that's just something that's very achievable. And, and you can get your kids, you know, like I could go to a birthday party and give someone a, you know, a He-Man for their, yep. for their kid's birthday. So I yep. think that's a, a good value. Yep. You make a very good case. I didn't, didn't vote for it because, again, I don't know how it's going to translate here what i voted for um and and again this dropped in in or some of this dropped in australia in, in 2020 so i felt that i i could have a really good gauge of it the uh kenna real ghostbusters reissues by hasbro yeah. got my vote okay. um uh, because they look very authentic while whilst um marshmallow man and slimer or the green ghost didn't come out locally um the four ghostbusters did and they came in at about 20 bucks that's good uh, yeah. which i think is good um 
It's very they good, look yeah. like the 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 real 19, 1986 figure, which I think is is tremendous. It's that time warp without without having to spend you know vintage dollars on it, and and um, I also think that you know they're cool enough that you could you could also hand hand them to a child and you know they're cool. Oh, figures. easily. Yes. And I think yeah, I, I picked up a set for Darren for twenty dollars. No, 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 I wasn't. I, I was only going to say I wasn't trying to get a thank you, but the interlude was I went back. A couple of weeks later to that toy world and they had increased the price on them is that right they were and i reckon because i i i imported these right and i and i and i think uh, chris wisdom got a set as well so i did one import and one set from chris uh, one set then i moved on uh, one set i opened um and they they're brilliant you know they've even got the cord like it's a material yes. cord that connects them they're really nice but I, I was under the suspicion they were too cheap at Toy World. And I was right. I reckon they, they'd mispriced them. And maybe when they worked it out, they popped them. I, I, it was only like three bucks. I think they went up to okay. about 23 or 24 bucks. That's still pretty good but, value. Yeah. But still, still good yeah, value. But yeah. 20 bucks was an absolute steal. Yeah, good yeah. call. I'm voting for something that didn't come to Australia. Very sad. But the Lanyard uh, Aliens figures, yeah. right? And shout out to Chris Wisdom for helping a brother out. Like, really, really appreciate. But... Oh my god! If they came to Australia, like I'd have multiples of those sets <laughs> because I'd have painted alien queens, you know, done in black and silver wash and stuff like. But they they were like, you know, people were saying twenty bucks for the alien queen. Yeah. You, you guys have seen how it's big huge. that yeah, thing is, and I just, you know, I just that, that's value for money. Uh, hit trying to again with the oranges line, trying to hit that kids. You know, you could take that, you could buy that and take it to a birthday party. I mean, the kid probably hasn't seen Aliens or doesn't know about (laughs) it. But, like, you know, from a play point of view, I think they're pretty cool toys uh, that you could hand to any kid and they'd uh, have a bit of fun with it. Yep. Uh, my vote went to uh, the Bluey toys that you're actually seeing a lot in Australian retail at the moment. I, I had a quick look at the actual, and I'm talking, I know you can get backpacks and area, all that sort of stuff. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the actual figures you can get. I, pretty, I added it up. I think for like 120 bucks, you can get literally every all the Bluey figures that are on the shelf. And that's multiple versions of Bluey and stuff, of course. But the one in particular, there's $40 and you get... Or the four members of the family plus uh, four of Bluey's friends. So you're basically getting eight figures for that. Um, and that's, you know, if, if your kid is obsessed with this show, like a lot of kids around the country are, 40 bucks and they've got all the, they've got the core family and enough other friends to make their own adventures. Come around any time, anyone, oh, we've got the whole set. Oh, you've got <laughs> it? <laughs> like, my kids love that. They've got the play, the, the house, the, house yep. the, the play car, set yeah. for the, and the car. Nice. They've got the house for Christmas. So yep. that was a you know a Christmas present from Santa, good old Santa. <laughs> um, it's cool because it's got a carry ca- you know, handle. Nice. So you can fold it up, put all the figures inside, close the bottom half level, which yep. closes everything in, and then carry it around. So I think that, you know, thinking back to Castle Grayskull and stuff, I think that's yeah, awesome. Cool. Um, but now, I've noticed since Christmas, they must be doing so well they've now got a set where you get the um, the dad and Bluey as extra characters as part nice. of the set uh, play, you know the yep, house yep, set yep. so Throw like a in. bit of a bonus packing uh, thing so it's only it's going gangbusters like, that's cool um, but yeah we have multiples of certain characters because you know every everything every... comes with the dad everything yep. comes with Bluey yeah. uh, so yeah Bingo's well, the, not as popular, and then the mums are even yep, less. The so. chase figure. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> um, the one thing I'm hanging out for on the Bluey front is a certain Bluey podcast by Mr. Frank Allen. Uh, uh, hopefully, TBA, TBA. TBA. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that'll be very cool. All right, the next category is the toy that is the most 
fun to play with. And taking the title by the patrons is Lego Sue Seven Seven Seven, Scotty M, Mitch, Emily Lind, and Webster Eighty Three. And um, basically, from any kit, Sesame Street got a mention from Emily. The Creator Three in One Pirate Ship by Sue Seven 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 and Blockbuster J, the Hot Wheels uh, or Lego. And, of course, Webster 83 couldn't help but shout out 89 Batmobile or the Batwing. Um, Master of the Universe Origin also got a fair few votes. We got BC Talk and does 10. Mezco Doc Nocturnal got a vote. Scotty the Toy Hunter with his Bandai Pokemon model kits. Oliver Jones with some Playmobil. Hmm. The DeLorean. That that stuff is super play, playable. Um Shane, Adam Gray with the Infected Superman, David Bond, Mythic Legions, yes, and the third party customizing pieces that we got a shout out from uh, Sue777 as well. Anita McClellan, the Rizmo. Does anyone know what that is, Rizmo? No. Uh, I asked her, it's this wacky toy. Yeah, okay, yeah. wacky toy. Yeah. Fair play things, <laughs> getting the uh, Transformers Scorpionock again. Justin Morgan, the Disney Store 15-inch Talking Mandalorian. It's got the... Uh, Articulation blaster, flamethrower, light and sounds. And uh, getting plenty of beautiful Pedro Pascal. Not sounding like he does in Wonder Woman 84. Um, <laughs> this toy is good, but it could be better. <laughs> I renounce my wish. <laughs> yeah. uh, Craig Goldberg, the TVC Luke X-Wing. And fresh toys are for displaying, not playing with. <laughs> Darren, what did you have on your list? So for me, I went with uh, I went with Masters of Universe Origins. I just think you know the you know you have to take them out of the box to play with them, right? Don't. And you know it. Um, they just look so awesome, and they you know looking at the videos and and the photos, you know these these were made uh, made to be played with, and and hopefully. So why don't you take them out of the box? <laughs> I will. Okay. I will when I have some doubles. So it's your New Year's resolution. Yeah, but right. I, I promised myself I would never open Webster 83's He-Man because I think they just that yeah. means too much to me. Yeah, right. yeah. fair enough. Cool, cool. I put down uh, to the Toxic Crusaders from Super 7, uh, Toxie yes. and, and oh, um, cool. Blobby. Yeah. Like, I just had so much fun playing with that figure, photographing him, accessorizing him, de-accessorizing him. Putting him in movie pose, putting him in cartoon accurate, yep. you know, pose. Just he, you know, putting him with the Master Universe figures. I, I've, I thought Stinkor was the, his best, uh, you know, adversary. Yeah. Because, you know, yeah. And uh, so I just, I, you know, from that truly blew me away that yeah. figure. And uh, you know, I, I just had so much fun with him. And uh, yeah, got nice. it. Nice. Uh, this is I'm going Marvel Legends with this one. And you might think, oh, how is that possible when I've got that many Marvel Legends? The new Spider-Man retro figure that's come out. Now, it actually... I, I, I was like, you know what? I've got about five, ten Spider-Mans in my collection. What do I need another one for? And I, I did the, looked at all the reviews and went, do you know what? I need to see this in hand. And it comes down to the articulation. All those ridiculous poses you've seen on the McFarlane covers yep. for over the years, this Spider-Man can, can do, do it. Them. He's got this yeah. multiple articulation in the chest. He can literally hunch over, arch his back. It's just... Uh, to, to Chris's uh, Fresh's point a little bit for displaying yes um, I'm the sort of guy who wants to have my stuff all posed dynamically I can't pick a pose for this figure that's how much fun yeah. it is to like oh that looks cool but then this could look cooler like it's just I, I can't put it down that's awesome yeah 
You yeah. sure it's not a toy biz Spider-Man? <laughs> <laughs> With the fingers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. articulated fingers. Uh, Good articulation. I've got a vote for Lego. And in particular, if I had to pick a set, it's the Pirates of Barracuda Bay, which is homage to the 1989 pirate mm. Lego ship. Um, that thing, I've, I've set it up in my new toy room display today. Um, but it, it transforms. It's transforming Lego. Yeah. It trans much like Voltron. It transforms <laughs> from a pirate ship into a basically deserted island or a, a crashed, crashed pirate ship island, which is really really cool. I've got mine displayed in pirate ship mode because that's what's nostalgic for me. But it's super fun having that transforming element. It's got two levels, so it's got the actual deck underneath and then a proper you know poop deck as well. So lots of fun and so much nostalgia for that set. Yeah, for sure. Perfect. Yeah, so best sculpting, we got a lot of votes in for that. Standing at the top of the tree is um, the NECA Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2 Secret of the Use, Toko and Razor, uh, with uh, Suv777, um, Fresh and Davey Damage all voting for that. And Tide, again, um, good news for Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles fans, Super 7, Baxter Stockman with Does Tan. Craig Goldberg and Oliver Jones all backing that one in. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we, um, Josh, Joshua Ostel voted for the NECA Rhino um, Alien. The sculpting is insane on this one. A pure joy to look at. Scotty the Toy Hunter. These sorts of things are probably aren't my will. I'm too much of a kid, but I do like my Marvel Legends movie set. Good call out. We have David Bond, who wrote the Marvel Legends Fox X-Men movie figures. BC Talk um, voted for um, Nosferatu from... My apologies on the pronunciation for that. Um, from Mezco 1-12 Collective, those face and hand sculpts. Special mention to McFarlane Deathstroke. For a $30 toy, he's absolutely fantastic. And if you haven't checked out BC Talk's Instagram page, he takes a lot of great shots. That Nosferatu, yeah. oh, he just makes that thing come to life. Yeah. Like, that is... like sort of, It's that sort of almost um, early... Vampire. Yeah, silent yeah. black and white yep. horror film 20s, era. Man. 20s, yeah. the 20s. And, and to capture that vibe with the shots is super cool. Yep. Shane Adam Gray voted for Infected Superman... Fair Play Things voted for Reaction, Transformers, Skyfire. Um, Skyfire. Justin Morgan um, voted for Mythic Legions, even though their 2020 releases were delayed. Scott Menhennet, um, NECA King Kong. Yep. Um, NECA are doing really well here. Sam Cripps, Mezco Moon Knight. Um, Rob uh, McZob, uh, Muckman, TMNT Ultimate Super 7 Four Horsemen. Does that count given Muckman's not coming um, out for Rob, another Rob's year? Rob's writing his own rules here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, that's a minus <laughs> one. A very, very, <laughs> we're back on top. It's a very loose definition of 2020 Toy Awards. <laughs> yeah. well, that's well, that's not, Muck, Muckman is not how you spell Toy Power Podcast. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you that's what though, right. that the sculpting on Muckman... I mean, when when yeah. we get that one in 2021, Rob, um, that, 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 that is going to be an absolute contender, I think. Or 2022. Yeah, yeah. potentially. Yeah, well, it is Super 7. Yeah. We, we love uh, Brian Flynn. We do, we, we do, do, we do. And we're not knocking it. it um, the figures are sensational. Um, so, have voted for Necker's Shredder and Splinter figures. Um, good good shout-outs. Blockbuster J uh, went with Storm Collectibles. Yep. Emily Lind, Hot Toys... 
director Orson Krennic, and Webster 83 Super 7 TMNT. Ooh, so good. pretty much anything the Four Horsemen do, is that what we're saying? Because that's they were 80% of that list. Pretty yeah. much, well, I'd yeah. say that any, anything, um, the standout winners from looking at that category are uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, um, NECA, and you know that that sort of thing. Are yeah, they all they, sculpted they by the Four Horsemen, though? Like, no, not NECA. Not the NECA stuff, NECA. but the Super 7 stuff is. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Yeah. My yeah. bad. I'm going to go with the crowd and uh, peer pressure and things. <laughs> I'm going with NECA. I'm going for, for NECA's 100th Predator figure, and Ooh. I'm going for their Alpha yeah. Predator. The fact that they were able to combine this insect creature yeah. that was a prototype that uh, good old Jean-Claude, Jean-Claude Van Damme <laughs> wore and things, which is a bit of a joke yep. in a sense, mm. and they were able to make a, such make a kick-ass-looking cool. figure out of it, but also make it... Uh, so that you could tear off the mask and have a regular, you know, sort of uh, albino predator underneath. And, uh, you know, they had all this insect-like bone material for the armor and things. He was very nature, you know, close to nature and things in the sense uh, not not much mechanical aid, you know, not much futuristic aid, very uh, Stone Age, you know. I yeah. So shout out to the Alpha yeah. Predator for that for my vote. Nice. Uh, I have to agree with uh, who I forget who mentioned it on the list, but someone said the X Men, the Fox uh, movie series stuff from Marvel Legends. I, in particular, I'm going with Mystique. Now yep. I was thinking about that. You you might go well. It's a lady in blue. Who cares? But you get that figure in hand. Davy cares. Well, <laughs> I'm sure he does. Uh, you get that figure in hand, and the, the sculpting work that has gone into making her look. Uh, like Rebecca Romaine does in that movie yeah. is absolutely insane. We've all heard the stories of how she spent, you know, five hours in makeup to get it applied. I can almost guarantee you the guys doing that sculpting probably spent an equal amount of time to try and get that figure right. It's the sort of thing that if Toy Biz had done it, it just would have been a, a blue painted buck to yep. be completely lost with 50 million points of articulation as well. Um, so that's the one in hand. Look, if I had to pick one though that. I will have in hand soon. I'm probably going to go Toco and Razor as well. Just based on the pictures, they look amazing. Bit hard to vote for something that I haven't actually held in my hand. Well, there's hand. one right down there. I thought we were going to crank that. What? Are we going to crank what? that one? Nah, <laughs> next episode. Next episode. Um, we'll get to that. Yeah, I have to vote for Toco and Razor. I think that is... Those designs for the costumes, let's start with them. They're, mm. they're brilliant, really charismatic, really great creature suits, right? And uh, for them... For NECA to do what they do in translating those suits and all the details, you look at Toka's shell and all the spikes on that thing, these these are just made for NECA to just work their magic mm. and get them not only really authentic looking, but then to apply the, the paint apps to bring out the sculpting. So I just couldn't go past that, even though there's been some tremendous sculpting out there. That's just top of the game for me. Sure. So for me, I'm going to go with the 1987 um, Super 7 um, movie Skeletor. Yep. Now, before people question, did that come out in 2020? I did my research on this. I went through, um, I did a search in my emails and saw that there was a January the 4th email advising that they were on their way nearly in the US, um, January 4th um, 
2020. So, yep. so yeah, yeah. yeah and we got them, we got them January. So yeah. I can understand because we got them January. Um, and I, you know, I can see mine such a long January. time. Ago. Such a long time ago. People might think, didn't they come out in 2019, Darren? But feels about 20 years ago. Now, yeah, yeah, right? yeah. But yeah, for me, um, just the dream come true of getting so this movie is just representations. The, the regular, regular skeleton. Yeah, the regular skeleton. Yeah. You know, the cloak and yeah. all that sort of stuff. The the face. Um, you know, the whole Langella. You know, for me, that was just you know. Absolutely perfect. Yep. Yep. All right. Now to put a bit of a sour note on this uh, category. So this is the biggest toy franchise flop of 2020. So we've got at the top of the list, Ghostbusters Plasma Series from Joshua Ostel and Olive Jones. So Joshua said, uh, was so excited about this line, but it sadly scales with nothing. Ollie Jones said, wanted to love this line, but uh, far too similar to previous lines and had a subpar sculpts and accessories. Uh, G.I. Joe 3.75 Retro Line was called out by Rob McZob, David Bond and Scotty M. Scott said, been there, done that, got that t-shirt and way overpriced. <laughs> and Rob McZob said, lame. Uh, McFarlane DC from BC Talk and Colin Betts. BC Talk said, unfortunately, McFarlane DC Multiverse. I gave it special mention to several of the figures, figures in my list. Uh, and for the price, their figures are basically untouchable in terms of quality. However, it's supposed to be a DC line, but it's rare to step outside of the Bat family. And he, lo- he's, this is a man that loves Batman. And uh, when we do, it's a variant of Superman, Flash or Wonder Woman. I think the figures are fantastic, but seriously, I want more Titans, Swamp Thing, Secret Six, uh, etc., etc. Yeah, so, go crazy. Yeah. Uh, Suit Seven 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 DC Direct. Yeah, I mean, they, they what went, have they done? They, well, they, well, they yeah. went out of business. That's what yeah. they've done. <laughs> yeah. right. They don't exist a, anymore. It's a pretty big yeah. flop. Yeah. Yeah. Like <laughs> wonk, 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 wonk. <laughs> All right, uh, Scotty the Toy Hunter, Thinkway Toys, the new Minions Rise of Gru line, like you know that. Yeah. Uh, does 10 Cyberpunk 2077 mm. so 2077 so I listened to Hack the Dino about this yes. they put out that game right. essentially unfinished oh like, right massively it, unfinished it was finished for if you got the PC. PS5 yes. PC or the um, what is it the Xbox the latest yeah. Xbox yeah, yep. but on the what most people would have had the previous gen Xbox and PS4 literally unplayable you get to the opening. I've seen videos of it. You get to the opening sequence where you're on this futuristic train. Your character looks out over the cityscape, and it just it looks like a terrible old DOS game. Textures are ripped. Poly, polygons oh, are broken. No. Wow! You literally cannot play it. And and they put so much hype into it. They wouldn't release. They gave uh, reviewers only PC uh, oh, things to. Um, That's almost criminal. To, yeah. yeah. And they and people... they wouldn't allow people to do um, reviews of the cartridge or um, yeah. you know. Mass, mass mass refunds on like the yep. PlayStation Store yep. and stuff like you like has never been recorded. First time PlayStation have accepted refunds. They for digital download yeah, stuff. Yeah, exactly. Well, if it's, I mean, if Let's it's like it. that, I mean, if it's broken or unfinished, absolutely. Yeah. You, how could you even put that out? Yeah, makes wow. you wonder. Uh, Shane Adam Gray, Gamers vs Avengers Marvel. Justin Morgan, G.I. Joe Classified from the Fortnite-inspired updates of classic <laughs> characters, horrible distribution, and freaking unobtainable target exclusives. This line has been a massive disappointment as a whole. So just on this target thing, yeah. you know, like we, we stand here in Australia and be like, how bad can it be? I've watched videos of five guys standing in the target waiting for the guy to come out from that works at Target yeah. to, to deliver. Their target are getting swamped so much they're like the GI Joes are over here, or they're having to sell them behind the sound and vision counter. So and they don't get assaulted yeah, in the aisle. Yeah, it yeah, is. Right. It is horrendous over wow. there. 
they're putting out characters before street date and people are working out ways to buy other characters so they get the toys you know it's just so you got to wonder then why these companies you keep doing all these exclusive store exclusives yeah, it's obviously it's, financially yeah. beneficial for them and we've speculated on this a few times on the show but at some point the fan feedback has got to go to them and go this is a crap system yeah. think of something else like yeah i don't think they care I, I honestly don't think they care. They're, they're getting their sales. Yeah, that's right. They're getting store exclusives. They can make more. Yeah. And, and I think, you know, what one thing that's been interesting, I won't harp on about this, but the T-Stop, you know, mm. stopping collecting has really put this stuff in perspective. And I think when you're in on a line and you've got to get everything in on that line, you go to whatever lengths Extreme you need lengths. to, sure. right? Yep. And when stuff is coming out and there's hype and stuff's disappearing off the shelves, you've got to get it. And if that means you can't get it in stores... You'll pay the scalper prices. I think there is something for sitting back and just letting the hype die down and seeing what happens. Just mm-hmm. let it let it settle. Maybe there's more figures coming. Maybe they'll do a, a repaint. Maybe they'll do something else. I, I think for me, it's been very therapeutic to just kind of let that whole, I need to have it right now. I need to pre-order. I need to get it. Just kind of let it go. Let's see what happens. Let it go. Let it go. Yeah. Uh, Sam Cripps, the Mego line has been very strange. <laughs> I don't doubt that. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah so, right. Fresh, the DC stuff by Spin Masters seem to be enjoying lengthy stays on the shelves. Good <laughs> yep. call. And Webster 83, Necker and Hasbro are tied for this because TMNT and G.I. Joe classified. I'm sure they are wonderful toys, but summer 2020, a.k.a. Scalper summer, yep. must be in, um, must never be repeated. Let, left such a bad taste definition of a flop. Wow. All right. Well, I had two for this. I couldn't sort of split them. The uh, McFarlane Mortal Kombat line, I was pretty psyched for this when I heard they got the license. And what we got was things with weird color choices, sort of squished faces, or in the case of Liu Kang, tiny faces on big, massive torsos. Um, yeah, just not not very good. There's so much they could have done with that, particularly when you see what Storm Collectibles are doing. I understand it's a different price point, but you know they're not at that... I feel like they put more effort into the DC line than they have this Mortal Kombat yeah, line. Correct. Um, I'll also uh, quickly back up um, Drust there where he talks about the Gamerverse stuff. The Avengers game that that's based on was supposed to be the next big thing and the game itself was a bit of a flop which meant nobody wants to buy the figures. Right. And conversely, uh, part of that is is that you look at the figures and go, they're just not that good. No. Like, And again, I think it's a bit of an effort thing you know, Marvel have gone, it's an MCU film's coming out. All right, let's make this look exactly like what you see on screen. This game, you kind of wonder if they got the, the early mail that it was going to be a flop. And they're like, ah, just, just paint Captain America a slightly different shade of blue and, and ship it out because they're not they're not at the, the Marvel Legends standard, I would say. Yep. Yeah, for me, I'm going to echo the Spin Master DC. And, and, you know, they now have had that DC Master license for kid toys. And I've seen very little. And what I have seen has been, it's it's small. It's not very interesting, in my opinion. And it doesn't seem to have been moving from the shelves. I think it's a massive missed opportunity for Spin Master in that space. You've got one of the biggest properties Mm. and, and you're not really moving stock. Agreed. So for me, I went with um, a popular choice, or should I say unpopular choice, the Ghostbusters Plasma. 
Yep. 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 Um, for me, it's echoes back to what we talked about before the exclusives. You know, where are the Transformers RED line in Australia? Oh, yes. Where is yep. the Aliens Lenard line in Australia? You know, ex- I, I can go on. So it's yep. just that exclusiveness and not being out of obtainable. Yep. Absolutely. All right. So this one is the biggest toy related surprise of 2020 that came out of nowhere. So G.I. Joe Classified, interestingly, got a couple of votes for this from Druss and Scotty M. Scotty in particular said it's nice to have a fresh modern take on the classic toy line. Uh, Joshua gives a shout out to Black Series Clone Wars figures. Really, really cool. Scotty the Toy Hunter with more of his Bandai Pokemon model kits. Uh, they sort of popped up one day in October and next minute there was a whole wave coming your way. Uh, John Caulfield, Mythic Legends, the Adler, the Moose yep. reveal, which is hard to top. Yep. Uh, BC Talk is another shout out to Nosfer- Nosferatu. Is that how we say yes. that? Nosferatu. Yes, Nosferatu. yes. got yep. it right. Uh, based on the horror f- um, figure, as we said. Um, NECA reveal of the cartoon Rat King and Vernon 2-pack. Uh, does 10 shouts that one out. Yep. Uh, NECA again with Back to the Future from Ollie Jones. Nice to have an accurate representation of that on the shelves. Hard to argue. Uh, Colin with his Transformers again. The Quintesson Pit of Judgment. I will second that. I think that's a very... That was not never going to be released as far as I was aware, but it's amazing to see. Uh, the Motu Origins expansion from Craig, Sam Cripps and his love of Moon Knight. He was just happy Moon Knight got a figure this year. Masters of the Universe, Masters of the Multiverse, sorry, and and the Disney Ultimates from yep. Rob Zob. Yep. having two in there just because from from Super Seven. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, fresh with his 40th anniversary, Boba Fett in the vintage colors looks amazing in the box, and it's so great that hot, it, you, it's a hot toy you can actually keep mint on card. Justin Morgan, the Diamond Select, Boba Fett Disney Store exclusive. And David Bond, the disappointing lack of store exclusives available. We've sort of spoken to that already. And WebStore83 with the new Mad Balls figures. They are a bunch of surprises in there. Trent, what was your favourite surprise? Mine was a Lego set and it was the NES. The NES with the TV screen, with the scrolling movement. That, for me, when it came out, I'm like, there's no way this is an official Lego set. This is a custom. Correct. And when I worked out, it was real, and you could put the little Mario on top, and it made sounds, and he jumps. Just (laughs) incredible. Never would have picked that Lego would have released that. Yes, agreed. For me, it's the line I've been waiting for since I was a child, since um, the 1980s. It's the NECA Back to the Future line. Dream come true. Yeah, Yeah, Definitely. Uh, the Master of the Universe Hot Wheels Land Shark. Oh, uh, yes. I, I thought yes. that was a complete mock-up, yep. you know, design from taking from the Land Shark from the Origins. I thought, you know, there's no way that's coming out. And the fact that, you know... It was a I, bit of a curveball because it didn't go to the, yeah. the Wind Raider Road with the packaging art. Yep, yeah. Rock so, yep. Yeah. yeah. I, I thought it was a mock-up yeah. to start with too yeah. for that. Yep. So that was a big surprise. For me, it was the review of the Defenders of the Earth figures. Those yep. were the ones that I just went, oh, I, I'm going to you know, say that I won't. And blah, I know I'm buying <laughs> them. I'm You'll buying them. It. It's as simple they're, as they're that. They're the figures that break the T-stop. Correct. They <laughs> are amazing. Good stuff. All right, next category is the best oversized giant or builder figure toy. And, well, a lot of votes for Snake Mountain, Sue 777 Justin Morgan, Fresh, Mitch, and Webstore83. Fresh says... We will most likely never see anything like it again. I reckon yeah. you're pretty much spot on. Transformers, Earthrise, Scorpion. Transformers? <laughs> Transformers. <laughs> That's when Transformers what happens when they get... get together. <laughs> you're talking about GoBots now or something. Play the knockoffs? Like... <laughs> That's when they get... Ex- it's part Transformer, it's part Smurf. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> 
This is this segment's getting very smurfy. Um, oh. Does ten Colin bets for those, and does ten says to have that much articulation as well as being able to fully transform at its size is a feat a feat to behold. Justin Osteel, Sugar Man from Marvel Legends. Yep, yep, that's a good one. Scotty the Toy Hunter. I like my builder figure Thanos, but I think for me it's Super Mario. Uh, BC Talk, the kingpin that came on that oversized Toy Biz packaging. Ollie Jones, don't really have space for big toys, so we'll just say Hot Toys Luke Skywalker crate figure. Shane Adam Gray is the Apocalypse from Age of Apocalypse. David Bond, the NECA Android Krang body, um, which is a ripper. Scott Manhattan, Marvel Legends Stiltman. <laughs> Sam Cripps, the Merciless DC McFarlane. And Rob McZod, Mondo's Mr. Freeze, which is based on Batman the Animated Series. Darren, what did you have? So I went with Snake Mountain just for the the sheer ambition of a company like Super Seven making something like that a reality, and and I agree with the sentiment that you know we're not likely to see anything like that again. So yeah, that gets my vote. Yep. Cool. I went for the Godzilla uh, yeah. figure, the Playmates one. Cool. I think it's about twenty inches. I can't remember. I tried head to head to tail. He's pretty big. Yeah, tw- yeah, about twenty four from head to tail, but from ground to top of the head, he's about twenty inches or so. But that was awesome. Forty so, bucks or something. Yeah, yeah, Australian. fantastic price. Yeah, yep. Um, I had to agree with uh, Josh who called out Sugar Man. Yep. I had my auntie down from Melbourne, and she was looking at all the toys, and she goes. What's this thing with the face and forearms? What is that? You know, she's used to seeing all these Captain Americas and whatever else, and it just it just pops. We never thought we'd get it. Uh, outstanding figure. Yep. And I look, I have to go for Snake Mountain. Mine arrived uh, a couple of days ago, oh. and that thing is it's the biggest box. Yeah. I think. Is that why the car's out on the street? Pretty because much. Because you yeah. can't. Yep. Okay. Can't fit it in. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. So we're looking at the best uh, overall toy line um, as the entirety of 2020. So um, we've got um, from NECA TMT, from Sue 777, Oliver Jones, Craig Goldberg, Rob McZob, Fresh and Have, David Bond and Rob McZob um, Zob clarified specifically the cartoon line, uh, whereas Fresh and Have went with the movie line and um, Shane Adam Gray went with NECA. Just all of it. Yeah. <laughs> you can't lose. Just NECA team and team. And Master of the Universe Origins also polled well with Justin Morgan, Scotty M, Does 10, and Webstore 83. Does 10, everything from price, quality, accessories, size, articulation, and actually being able to walk into a store and find most of them in Walmart made this my only choice. Um, DC McFarlane, um, as voted by Sam, Cripps, and Mitch. Joshua Ostel voted for Star Wars Black Series. This line is proving with every figure that Hasbro cares about their fans. The sculpting is improving, and the sheer amount of new characters from The Mandalorian and Clone Wars is incredible. It's the only toy line I collect religiously. Mm-hmm. Scotty the Toy Hunter went with the Toy Story 25th Anniversary line was great and excellent opportunity for me to pad out my collection. I have to say though, this year belonged to Wicked Cool Toys and their Pokemon lineup. The quality is a bit funk-omesque at times, but honestly the price point is great, the depth of characters is great, and even though the figures aren't game movie accurate in terms of scale, 
The skull they have picked looks nice and displays well. So coining a new phrase, Funko S. Funko S. Just saying something's a bit off with the quality. Is that is that what we're? I think Funko (laughs) might take exception to that, but uh, we all know what he means. That's the weird thing. (laughs) BC Talk voted that it's line ball between Power Rangers Lightning Collection and GI Joe Classified, but I have to give it to Power Rangers purely because the distribution has been so much better. Yeah, less exclusives and stocked in Aussie retail stores. They are great value, incredibly well done with beautiful sculpts and articulation. They have a great range of characters from many seasons and it's only growing with the additions um, of the Monsters series. Fair play things, voted for Transformers Cyberverse. The line is wonderful. The build figure characters are studio series quality, but there's also tons of entry point for all ages and price point. Very cool. All right, for me, I went for, you know, NECA TMNT. Like, specific, not really the video games, mm. but the movies and the cartoon line are sure. just the bomb. Yep. Uh, I went with Turtles again, but this is not something I have in hand, but hopefully will very soon when uh, my, our friend Dennis Milo uh, gets organized. Super 7 TMNT, everything I've seen about them and read them. Uh, I have had the opportunity to hold one in my hand, thanks to Trent, and they are just everything I ever wanted in a Turtles line. Um, I just I, I need them all. Yeah, yeah. The NECA TMNT stuff is absolutely brilliant, but holding the Super Seven figures in hand, that I think there's a, in my opinion, one there's a nostalgia element at play mm-hmm. here because they're just a, a more updated version of the toys. Yep. Right, they're bigger and they've got articulation, the sculpting detail, and paint ups are incredible. But they feel like a, a toy that you, has a bit more durability, and I think Super Seven's been on this journey for a while, and they've they've hit a mark. The NECA stuff. Something about it feels like the plastic's a little bit more brittle and I yes. feel like they're not going to be as durable as these. The, oh, I have to say, like when Super 7 first did kind of like their ultimate series, we felt I felt personally like, oh, it's a lot lot for a figure. Getting these in hand now, I'm like, this is a bargain. This is like, <laughs> this is, I'm going to put it in my best value toy category because yep. of the, ex- like Splinter, he's got the, the cloth kimono so he can do it like the toy or he's got a sculpted plastic He's got both. He's got both. Right? And I put... And I'm like, I just love this. And he comes with like a a smoking coffee. The Baxter Stockman. He's got a freaking mouser. Like that is its own toy in its own right. And he is huge. He's like a monster. And we're not even talking about like having Bebop and Rocksteady in hand, which are ginormous. The muck man that that, uh, Rob McZob already voted for somehow. (laughs) Magical time machine. It, It is a sensational line. And the feeling of getting something and just being like... I've got a bargain. Like, yeah. I should have paid more for this. <laughs> it is a, it's a nice feeling, right? So Super 7 stuff is putting the T-stop in serious jeopardy? Or? Uh, it, well, the fact it's it's released so slowly, I think by the time <laughs> I've sold off enough collection, I'll be able to jump He'll back on it. He'll have started again, yes. stopped for another year, yeah. and then started and be yeah. able to get the next wave. Yeah. <laughs> so for me, I voted for Master Universe Origins. Master Universe is back in retail. <laughs> Where it belongs, it's just now got to come to Australia. It's, it's an audio format, but Darren actually just transformed into a different version of himself. There was lightning, and he kind of went all buff. It was a sight to behold. Yeah. So good, so good. Masters is back in toy shops where it belongs. You have to clean the mic after that. Like. All right, on that amazing, uh, you know. Movement. Uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll present the uh, drum roll for the best action figure. This is what it's all been uh, gearing up to. <laughs> all right, just uh, 
Joshua Austell has Mezco toys. Doc Nocturnal figure is the best. Scotty the Toy Hunter, I think this figure was totally underrated and overlooked by a lot of people, but the Buzz Lightyear 25th Anniversary Ultimate Space Ranger is an absolute winner based on the TV show Buzz Lightyear of Star Command. Uh, Suit 777, Motu Classics Movie Skeletor. Yeah. Yeah, all in capitals. <laughs> yeah. um, BC Talk, Mezco 112 Collective, Doc Nocturnal. He's a monster hunting skeleton guy with outstanding accessories, great articulation, beautiful cloth goods, and a skull with an articulated jawbone. Nice. Wow. Watch out, Skeletor. <laughs> uh, does 10, Transforming Earth... Tra- sorry, Transformers Earth What is it Rise with us RC? not being able to pronounce Transformers today? <laughs> it, it just, the, it's been around the, a while, guys. keep moving <laughs> as I'm trying to... Uh, you did it. better than Transmurphus. Yeah. So. Yes. Transform- only been here since 1984, <laughs> gentlemen. Uh, sorry, Does 10. We're just butchering your vote. Uh, Transformers Earthrise RC. Finally, a six-inch version of a classic RC that looks amazing, has great articulation, and actually transforms. Mm. Ollie Jones, uh, Raphael Super 7. Hit all my nostalgia buttons. Good on you. Uh, Shane Adam Gray, Alien versus Green Lantern. Oh, what a wish cool I, set. Wish I could afford that. I know. <laughs> you and me both, man. Uh, David Bond, G.I. Joe Classified Snake Eyes, Zero Zero Exclusive. Yep. Mm-hmm. What a legend. Uh, Fair Play Things, Transformers, Scorpnock. <laughs> you said it right. <laughs> Where uh, we get the majesty of an important Titan figure in a solid design with fantastic articulation and details. This figure rules. Yeah, and Fair Play Things, uh, Colin Betts, wins the prize for voting for the same toy. I, yeah. so say, many yeah, I, I think that's about the third category. Correct. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Justin Morgan, Mythic Legions. There's no better action figure on Earth, on planet Earth. Yeah. yeah so on maybe Earth. on Mars yeah. is another, another <laughs> better one. Maybe it's the Cosmic that, Legions. That's where the Transformers live. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, Scott Mahemet, uh, McFarlane DC, Infected Superman. He's got a couple of votes. Yeah, he, he has. Yeah. Uh, Sam Cripps, Mezco, Moon Knight. Yep. Craig Goldberg, Necker, Tocker, and Razor. Rob McZob, Super Shredder, Necker, Movie Ninja Turtles from uh, Secret of the Use. Fresh, geez. Uh, Golden God Skeletor wins a super tight race over Tonka yep. and Reza and Super 7 Raphael. Yep. Blockbuster J, McFarlane DC Multiverse Superman Unchained nice. Armor. Yeah, that was yeah. a good one. That's that, that's that cybernetic that, one, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah like cool. Came and Rider thing. Yeah. Uh, Emily Lind, the Hasbro Pulse exclusive armorer. Great sculpt, fun accessories, soft goods cape in gorgeous box. Mm. David Damage, both Tonka and Razor. And Webster 83, the animatronic oh, yes. baby Yoda. That is a very cool toy. Yeah, yep. good call out. All right. So for me, I this is always a hard one. Um, I had three on my list, whittled it down to two. I actually had, I uh, forget who called it out, but the Snake Eyes a zero, 0 figure, that Chris uh, Wisdom, that kind of kicked me off down this damn G.I. Joe Classifieds line that I'm now in. Uh, that was on my list. And the other one I had, which I think Chris Fresh shouted out, God Skeletor, um, in the end, if I had to pick one, just that God Skeletor, to nice. be honest. Yeah. For a figure that is all gold, yeah. it should be ridiculous. <laughs> and you yeah. should go, oh my God, that's ugly. But it is not. It is beautiful. The The gold is just just right. They've still got the little bit of paintwork on the, the very little bit of his face that you can see. Yep. Um, it's just it, it sits right in the middle of my classic shelf and it, it just stands out and it just absolutely nailed it didn't it, it did they, they absolutely oh, they did, did. Yeah. And, and when they announced that wave that was you know exciting time for all of us like, oh they're actually doing it the He-Man the Karg the, they're all okay the Skeletor is quite good as well but that God Skeletor that was the one I said if I can't afford these 
that's the only one I'm, you know, yep. eating beans and rice to afford. Definitely. Like, yeah. Yep. Must have. Uh, Brian Flynn has taken my vote with the neck with not the necker. What did he work for? He doesn't work for necker, does he? he? Works as he works for his own company, which is Super Seven. The Super Seven Baxter Stockman figure. Yeah. It's I'm a Baxter guy. I love Baxter. So to hold that, to hold a fully articulated monster version in my hand, play with him. Oh, I was in heaven to see all the paint apps on the weapons. The little the little baby turtle on his fly swat <laughs> is painted, but then. The, the thing that pushed this one over the line was that mouser he comes with. Like, it's a it's a solid figure in its own right, and it's done in those classic toy, wacky action mouser colours. This one just, just nailed it for me. Yep. Um, I didn't actually get the Raph, so it'd be interesting to see how it compared if I had Raph in hand. I, I've got him coming. He was just delayed. Um, but yeah, Baxter Stockman all the way. Nice. So for me, it is Master Universe Origins He-Man. And big thank you again to uh, Chris, also known as Webster83, for sending me um, one, my, my first of it. Um, for me, it's just, it ticks all the nostalgia and it's just like a physical reminder that Master Universe is back. <laughs> <laughs> but that beats over the movie Super 7 figures. That Ooh. came on January 4th. 2020. I think what it does. When you checked your email, that was the date. I think what it does. What it does is it heralds the start of a new Master Universe line, rather than than heralding the end of one. So I think it gets extra points for that. Cool. Fair enough. Yeah. You know. You know. I'm. I'm. Could be gone. I'm raising you up. But it's back. Yeah. I know that. I know that. I know that. I. I so wanted to vote for Tonka and Razor. Like I. I wanted. I every day. I'm coming home. Please, Tonka and Razor, be at my doorstep. I still haven't got a shipping email, which does my head in. But I, I was so hopeful I could do it. I don't have the set in hand. Um, next episode, tune in. We're going to somehow find a set and open it on on the podcast. So mm. tune in next week. We stole but, one from a well known toy power collaborator. Yeah, box. yeah. <laughs> well, uh, so yeah. yeah, so so next week. Um, but yeah, so in this keeping with the 2020, I too re- received my movie. Uh, you know. F- Super 7 uh, Masters Universe Classics figures so I have to vote for Skeletor the regular yep, Skeletor regular having Skeletor. that uh, Skeletor finishes off line perfectly it was amazing to have in hand so beautiful well, I love that I loved seeing we got a critical mass of votes so we got mm. to sort of see some trends which was quite nice but also what I love about this is seeing the diversity as well just those oddballs yes. where you oh. go I remember that thing like, yeah. yeah yeah. and this is the thing collecting is, is such a personal thing and it's it's lovely to see that diversity and see what resonates. There's no wrong answers for this mm. stuff, right? Although we did try and challenge a few on best value, <laughs> didn't we? <laughs> but, but really, like it's all within the eye of the beholder. So thank yep. you to everyone for sending in those votes. It means a lot to us to see your thoughts and work that through. And glad you could be a part of this episode. On that note, speaking we are, of uh, well, we, well, do you want to do a shout out for new patrons? I was about to say. Speaking of being part of the episode, you might have noticed some of the new names in there. David Havlin and Justin Morgan have just in uh, within days of each other actually signed on uh, as new Patreons. So thank you to those guys. They put their votes in and they've already been pretty active uh, on the Discord. So thank you very much. I think uh, I believe David Havlin's an Aussie and yep. Justin Morgan's from America. So thanks very much for uh, signing on, guys. Mm. And guys, everyone out there, you know, be safe. Like, there's a lot going on. 2021, yeah. we thought the year was going to start off you know, perfect. 
clean the slate of 2020, but, you know, there's issues going on in Britain with a new strain and things. Mm. So anyone over there, please be safe. You've got the uh, local guys in Brisbane who've uh, been locked down again sort of thing. So definitely be safe. And guys over in America, we can't help but see the, uh, you know, the news reports and things. So please, you know, be very safe. So And and anywhere else that you're having dramas and things uh, across the world, uh, please uh, look after your loved ones and um, be sensible. Take care and stay safe. And we have to bail because Trent's lined up a double feature for himself of Transmurfers and My Little Pony. (laughs) So I'll just say until next time, good journey. You can find the Toy Power team at all the usual online places. Facebook.com slash Toy Power Podcast at Toy Power Podcast on both Twitter and Instagram or have your say and email us toypowerpodcast at gmail.com Subscribe to the show on both iTunes and Stitcher and please leave us a review. Otherwise, we just assume we're awesome. We are a proud member of the Giant Size Team Up Network. Check out all the awesome shows on this awesome network full of okay people. Want to learn more? Go to giantsizeteamup.com where you can find us and a whole lot more awesome shows. Well, they're not more awesome than us, but they're... Yeah. Oh, oh, oh.